to another Friday edition of GTFO, Growth Traffic Figures It Out. Um, we are here with another Facebook Live. Um, today we are talking about TikTok. <gasps> the dreaded TikTok. I have been forbidden by my almost 13-year-old from even using TikTok or going on TikTok or looking at his TikTok. I'm only allowed to look at TikTok videos that he deems are acceptable. So I must admit, I am not a TikTok expert, uh, but I know Dali and Dan, you've both uh, used it a little bit more than me or I hope you have. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have a very short conversation. So first things first. You are well, I mean, in the loosest possible sense. Well, I don't know, brother. Quite, yeah. quite, um, I wouldn't say loosest possible sense. Right, uh, okay. Well, seeing as you're talking, Simon Daly, what's your name and where'd you come from? My name is Simon Daly, and, and um, where do I come from? Well, I, I'm a director here at Grove Trap. Yeah. Well, that do. Do you want to like, specifically yeah. know where I come from? Like, where do I live? We don't uh, need to know about the yeah. We where don't need to know about the, the generations of inbreeding that you come from. Uh, I right, think probably okay. you know external Bakeup will do. That's that's. Oh, I'm originally from Bakeup. I've lived in. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm originally from Exton. I, I live in Bakeup now. I've lived here for. Lived here for a long time, actually. There's somebody at the door. There is somebody at the door. I could just hear that, and usually they start waving at, at the, the window. Door. You somebody guys keep talking. You guys anyway, keep talking. I'll go and get the door. We will. Daniel Buckley, what's your name and where'd you come from? Uh, well, my name is Daniel Buckley, um, <laughs> and uh, I come from Whitworth. Do you do you come uh, from Whitworth? You've always lived in Whitworth. <sighs> so my mum's side of the family are all from Whitworth. My mm. dad's side of the family are all from Bury. And when I was born, I was born in Fairfield, and then I lived opposite Fairfield, um, yeah. near enough. Um, and then we moved to Shawcliffe, which is near enough. Whitworth, anyway. So, yeah, so all of these places are really roughly the same place, aren't they? You're not allowed to say that. Everybody gets really worked up here, don't they? If you say, well, it sounds like it's all the same place. Oh, <laughs> if I sound from Whitworth sometimes, and then I describe where I am in Whitworth, people are like, well, that's not Whitworth. That's face it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I once got told off for saying that Weir was in Bakeup. Yeah, completely different cities. Uh, also, and- is it really called face it or facet? Uh, it depends who you speak to and how old they are and how Lancashire they are. Uh, um, Go on. Which which one's the old one? Uh, I think face it is the older, more Lancashire one. Right, okay. Daniel Buckley, quickly tell us about Photos, please. Uh, Photos is my company. Um, I'm self-employed, so there's only me. Uh, And I specialise in commercial video and commercial photography. Yeah. And are you a prolific user of TikTok or are you just a lurker? I do lurk. Uh, I have posted some videos. Um, But I'm not that keen on being world famous um however i know the app extremely well Mm. um ridiculously overuse it in a day i mean hours it's horrendous i can waste hours and hours sorry i got really distracted then for some reason isn't she lovely's just come on on alexa upstairs Oh, okay. So I'm going to go and tell Alexa off. Just excuse All right. Me. There we go. Talking about creepy algorithms. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? Um, <laughs> 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 haunting algorithms. Uh, yeah, my name's Rachel Weinhold, also from Grow Traffic, also live in Bakeup. Um, and I have, as I say, you know, I've periodically been on TikTok. Mainly when I go on TikTok, it's because somebody has sent me a link to go and watch a video that's funny. And I watch that video. And then usually I'll watch one more that will pop up. Uh, and then I think, I ain't got time for this. I'm going to get sucked in. My life is going to be taken away from me by TikTok and I'll never get away. So I generally shut it down at that point. Um, I think one of the, the the things about TikTok, you know, TikTok was the fastest growing app 
last year. It, I mean, it's it's just phenomenal in terms of the rise of TikTok. And one of the things that has enabled it to do that and do it so well is because that algorithm is so good, you know, so much better. Yeah. I mean, if you think about, you know, Facebook and stuff, the Facebook, people always say that, that the whole point of a social media, media algorithm is that their goal is to keep you on their platform as long as possible. And, and Facebook recently seems to have sort of lost its way. I think even Instagram recently, people are starting to fall out with it. Too many ads, too many, uh, you know, promotional things, not the type of content that people really want to see. Whereas TikTok, it has nailed it, hasn't it? It just keeps showing you video after video after video of things that you really want to see. I mean, even with the limited sort of interaction that I've had on it, it knows I like horses. And and one of the first thing every time I go on, the next thing it shows me is a video of a horse because it knows that that's what I'm interested in just from that short space of time. I mean, Dan, like how how well how well does the TikTok algorithm know you? <sighs> Too well. I've just had a little look on my phone. It's embarrassing to actually turn this thing <laughs> on and show you. But this is my, for this week, um, daily average. Wow. Two hours, six minutes a day. That is embarrassing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I will, here's the thing. Um, I don't really... Um, well, I don't watch television. Uh, All right, okay. So I else? do have a TV screen in my front room. However, it's not connected to TV. Um, I have Netflix on it, which I seldom use. Um, and I am much more happy on YouTube and on TikTok. But at the moment, I'm favouring the latter, not not the former. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, forgive it. This is forgive me if it's a rude question, Dan. But how old are you? <gasps> 30. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think you're like 28. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, there's a massive difference, isn't there? You know, 28 and 30. Um, Dali, how often do you use Twitter? Um, TikTok, even. <laughs> um, I, I kind of fall in and out of love with it, really. Um, mainly because it can suck hours out of your, your day and your life. So I, I kind of... I, I, I do, I do that thing where I'm, I'm on it for uh, similar to 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 what Dad obviously does. Like two hours later, I'm like, why yeah. am I scrolling through this crap? Well, I, I mean, but and this then is the thing. I stop myself the, watching it for a bit. The algorithm, the algorithm is that good. That's the problem with TikTok. It is, and people like you who fall out with it are the ones that are like, no, no, I have far more productive things to do with my time. Whereas people like me <laughs> are like. No, no, everything else can wait. I'm watching TikTok now. This is me time. Well, you see, one of the things that TikTok's done that is very, very clever is that every other social media app, you have to do the scrolling. I have to, you know, if I land on my Facebook feed, I have to manually use my finger to scroll through that. TikTok doesn't. It just keeps playing. It just keeps playing you the next video and the next video and the next video. I mean, and you go to the next video, but you're not looking through for it. You, mm. you, you flick to the next video but you're not you know if you're looking through facebook typically you log on to facebook you scroll through a few different things you look and you look and you're not really interested in most of the stuff that's coming you know up that page yeah um and then you go off it mm. um some people accidentally uh get stuck on the videos on facebook because mm. 90% of the videos uh recently they're on facebook the little shorts they're on stuff, tiktok little videos are old TikTok. So I went through yeah. a stage um, probably about a year ago now, maybe, I don't know, whenever it was. And I found it really comical because all the people that had been saying to me, oh, TikTok's this, TikTok's that, oh, it's so rubbish, but I don't know why you're on that. Oh, it's for dancing, blah, 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 which is not the misconception. Um, all kept saying, oh, I saw this really funny video on Facebook the other day and it was this and this. And I'm thinking, I saw that like 12 months ago. 
Yeah, yeah. And this is the this is the interesting thing. Funnily enough, we have got a session coming up about this in in a, in a, in a few weeks. But it's that thing of actually all of our uh, you know all of our social media platforms are just taking us through to the same content. Most of the videos on Instagram, most of the videos on Facebook, they are just TikToks. And and in fact, a lot of the shorts and stuff that are now on YouTube, they're just TikToks. You know, as you say, the videos that were on there a, a year ago. You know, quite often I will find something a, a little a video or TikTok or something that I think is funny and I'll send it to Leon because we purely communicate through sending each other TikToks or memes nowadays and and he will say oh god I saw that ages ago you know so it is isn't it it's that sort of recycled content and we will come on to that but but let's let's get into our we've been talking for 10 minutes let's get into why we're actually here so one of the things we're talking about today is is using TikTok for business purposes. So using it to either promote your business, grow your business, grow your audience, grow your customers, you know, whatever your end goal is. Um, the, the One of the reasons, you know, a couple of statistics about TikTok, I've already said it was one of the fastest growing platforms, but 90% of the people who have a TikTok account are under 50. 70% of the daily active users on TikTok are under 40, which is why I asked you your age, Dan. You know, if you are marketing to Gen Z, they are on TikTok. That, that is their primary channel. That's where they're going to be. And so, you know, if they are a, a part of your target audience for your business, if they're your target customers, you, you've, you've got to be on TikTok. You've got to move with the times and get there because that's where they are. Those That's where they're having the conversations. So I think we've got top five tips for you today on, on sort of how to maximize using TikTok if you want to speak to that audience. Um, and our number one tip, tip number one, same one we have really with, with with everything and it is have a plan it's always going to be the the first one that we do and when we say have a plan it doesn't need to be you know a 12 page business plan that you've sat down and wrote out. it just need you just need to know what are you trying to achieve by doing this and and by that as I, you know some of the things I listed before are you trying to sell more products are you trying to grow your, your share of the audience? Are you just trying to build a little bit more brand awareness? You know, you might think I'm going on TikTok because I want to grow my business. But but specifically how? How? What, what are you trying to get? Because the way that you are, um, the, the goal that you have will determine how you go about using TikTok. Uh, Dan, anything on that one? Um, just to add to your, your sort of demographics uh, information before, mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing. I would suspect that most businesses want their customers to be somewhere between 20 and 50. Yeah. Um, they are great customers to have, the ones that you can build brand loyalty with and that you can have repeat business through, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and over 60% of the users on TikTok now are between 20 and 40 and that doesn't account for you know the 18 to 20 year olds because unfortunately tiktok groups it up to 19 from 10 to 19 it's a really annoying annoying group that they have there but um it's a huge huge audience all waiting to interact with you all waiting to to um you know follow whatever direction you can give them basically and like you say you know get them young and you've got all of those decades of loyalty but mm-hmm. i mean from a, from a sort of general social media point of view as well you know and this is not unique to tiktok this 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 um, accounts for all of the platforms but if you are attracting new customers through social media they are much more likely to already be engaged with you by the time that they either walk through your door pick up the phone press buy you know uh, go on your website whatever it might be because they've seen some of your content they've engaged with it they've acknowledged in some way that they like it or they want to share it or they want to follow it whatever it might be so they are they are a much more engaged audience and if you can hook those people in as you say you know you've already got a bit more captive you've got all of those years of brand loyalty you can have that that conversation with them that goes on a bit longer um dally what do you think about this sitting there in your in your old man rocking chair well I, i'm 41 um and i've Which been on TikTok very for, old for tiktok uh, very old for tiktok but then i've always been an early adopter haven't i of all the all the new stuff yeah, that's, 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 that's I think that I'm well known for. Yeah, yeah. They all say that about me. 
Uh, any any point that's not about you? Any comment uh, more generally about TikTok rather than Simon yeah. Daly? <laughs> what I was going to say, I was actually going to say that um, I think I think that TikTok probably gets the most reach out of, of most social media platforms at the moment for for posting to put out there. So if you can capitalise on it, now is the time to to get content out there. It'll only be a year or two before they start turning all that down. A hundred percent agree with this. Uh, this is something that I was going to bring up today is I feel like there are um, a couple of years left to really utilize TikTok. Yeah. And and again, this is the, this is what we've seen with all of the platforms. You know, you think about Facebook, you used to get the organic reach that you could get as a business on Facebook was massive. And then they said, well, hang on a minute. You know, if you're a business and you're using our, your, our platform to market yourself, we want some revenue out of you. Uh, you know, we want some money. So that all of that organic reach went down and all of a sudden you've got to go towards this this pay model. And, you, you know, I get it. They're a business as much as anybody so, else. So, yeah, Google, Google uh, Facebook, sorry, introduced Facebook business pages. Um, I think it was about 2012. Mm. And it was about a good year where where the reach on them was brilliant. And you got, mm. you know, got loads of reach on it. But maybe two years, and then after that, the reach just plummeted. Well, they hook you in, don't they? They hook you in with those sweet, yeah. sweet statistics, and you think you're doing marvellously, and then all of a sudden, like, bam, you've got to pay for it now. And and you're yeah. absolutely right. That's what all of these platforms do. And so, yeah, I mean, it, to some extent, you know, TikTok now, it has, it's been sort of a, on the household word for a couple of years. Some people might think... Well, it's not the brand new thing, is it? It's it's old hat already. But actually, there is still that potential. You're absolutely right. Get in there now, uh, and yes. still you've got a couple of years of, of of getting that that reach out of it. Okay, so number one, have a plan. What are you trying to achieve? Because that will determine everything else that you do afterwards. Tip number two: Do your research. Um, and again, it sounds a little bit like have your plan, have a plan. But what we mean here is. Have a look at what what are other people on TikTok doing? What are other businesses doing? One of the the biggest problems that that I first had when we first started looking at TikTok and stuff um, was thinking, what on earth are we going to post? Especially if we are a sort of intermediary, so we're an agency posting on behalf of a client. What on earth are we going to post about on TikTok? How do we create that content if it's all dancing and you know? prancing about and stuff but when you look at what businesses are doing and how they're creating content the type of content that they're creating it's not as you said before Dan it's not dancing around is it and there is a vast vast variety in terms of the content that they're creating I mean Leon my son our, our son in fact um he he buys quite repeatedly from this uh, like American sweet shop and all they do on their videos is they do videos of them boxing up orders and that, and that's it on TikTok. And, and he, you know, quite often will then go and buy something because he's seen them boxing it up for somebody else. I would just never have thought of that. So, you know, do your research and have a look what's out there. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I, mean, I think my dog's a knob. Um, he loves TikTok. There's some dogs barking outside, and obviously that means that you've got to kick off, even though you're inside 18 yeah. inches of stone wall away from them. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm surprised Bernard hasn't barked yet. Just bear with me. Well, Ferdy sat behind me, our dog. Um, she she was trying to bark at the postman before I just managed to um, put myself on mute for that. Ah, so, oh, bless her. <laughs> What I think is this. Uh, piss off. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. We swear away. like troopers. Um, TikTok was at one stage for dancing and prancing around, as you said. Um, yeah. It was musically. Um, and it was for singing and lip syncing and blah, 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 blah. Um, the sorry. dog agrees. Yeah. What I was going to say here, though, is yeah, that, you know, it's, it, it is absolutely, um, look at what competitors are doing, look at um, what uh, people that you want to emulate in some ways are doing in terms of the way that they do their marketing. You don't have mm-hmm. to just copy 
what they do. Uh, and I always think that, you know, you, you can work out how to do things better or differently or do it in your own style because um, you're going to have to make it authentically you. Um, but then on, the other thing on, on TikTok is the TikTok trends where you've got all those little things that, that, that um, all the little, I don't know, the music, some of the songs that kind of uh, get picked up and then kind of snowball. And you can, um, by just utilising some of those trends, sometimes you can, or you know, get a lot more reach from your posts. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's I, about I looking cycle at back, Cycle yeah, back round to the sounds thing, because I think it, it is important enough to deserve its own little little bit, to be honest with you. Yeah, we'll talk about that properly in a minute. At, the start um so as i said it was musically became tiktok um it did have a reputation for being for young girls to lip sync to it's not that anymore we've covered the demographics completely different now um if you are looking to use tiktok to push your business forward um i recommend starting with a new account if you've already got one uh, and you've been on it scrolling through and, and liking random stuff Start with a new account. Oh, that's interesting. Why do you say that? So, two things. Number one, TikTok will push new accounts forward a little bit sometimes in the algorithm. Okay. Number two, you can curate your account. So, um, and I said that correctly. I didn't mean create. I mean curate. Curate. Um, What I'm saying there is that you can go on and find other businesses in your niche um, you can make your account about your business. It will give you relevant content to your business. You spend a couple of hours on it, um, scrolling through, liking the videos that are uh, within your niche, following the creators that are within your niche, and then it will start to feed you back. Um, and the algorithm on TikTok is fast, mm. really fast. Yeah, so it only needs a couple of hours to absolutely pinpoint what you're all about and what videos mm. you like and what you're, you know, really after. Mm. So do it with a business mind. Um, if you're a florist, then like all the posts about flowers that are relevant to you that you think are good. Follow the accounts that are people doing flower arranging, floristry, whatever. Um, and mm. then it will give you that edge mm. but also because then like you say it's about taking that having a look at what those people in those set in your sector and, and people in other sectors you know have a look at what they're doing but and then taking that and making that authentically yours but that that's a really good tip about sort of starting again so that you've got as you say curated that you're seeing the type of content that is relevant to you because then that that thing about the algorithm and we keep coming back to this algorithm and how quickly it learns people um but it it, ta- it makes you niche. It makes you niche as a viewer because of the way it hones in on what you like and keeps showing you the same stuff. So it's much less possible or advisable to be a, a sort of generalist, you know, on Facebook or, or even LinkedIn or whatever. We're always saying, do a variety, big variety, you know, share stuff about your, the people and your business and your customers and your, your conferences you've been to and all the rest of it. Actually, on TikTok, because viewers have become trained, for want of a better word, by the algorithm to go so niche, it is more important that you, as a as a business and a content creator, sort of stick to your area, isn't it? Yeah, and, and- I, I would say that um, there's nothing wrong with the occasional post that's slightly outside your niche. If you can keep it slightly outside but still relevant in some way, shape or form, that's fine. Because um, mm-hmm. what you might find is that you bring... A few new audience members in who didn't know they wanted to be part of your niche but you know realize that they do mm. um i would say keep 80 percent of your content as a as a sort of minimum focused on whatever you are uh purveying mm. 
Mm, there you go. Marvellous. Excellent word. Uh, I think the other thing as well, you know, when we're saying about do your research is, you know, uh, obviously social media platforms and stuff, they're constantly changing. They're constantly evolving. But TikTok has now got a TikTok for business, like like Facebook has Facebook for business. Um, and it allows you to do a variety of things. If you want to go down the paid route, it allows you to explore things like branded hashtag challenges, branded effects. You know, you can also obviously do paid. You've got in-feed ads you've got top view ads i'm reading this because i've got re- honestly very little idea what they all are um but essentially there are now tools that tiktok is giving you as a business owner to help you either promote uh, paid or organically promote your business so have a look into those and and see which one of those is going to be the best one for you so that you know that's also what we mean by do a bit of research anyway we've already been talking for 25 minutes we've only covered two points and those were the ones that i wanted us to gloss over so um we may be here a while. Uh, so tip number one, have a plan. Understand your why, what you're trying to achieve specifically, because that will determine everything else. Number two, do your research. You know, if you've got the right account, have you, have you curated it correctly? Are you going to be using the right type of content? Are, are you, do you want to go down a paid route? You know, what is everybody else posting? Have a look. Number three, have a content calendar. Uh, again, this is one that we're always saying when we're talking about content, but... It's really important, although we've just said, you know, go down your niche, be specific, but it's really important that even within that you are creating an interesting um, array of content. So a content calendar will help you do that. It takes some of the stress out, means you know what's coming up. You're not having to think every time you come to make a, a video, but it just helps you have a little bit of variety and keep it interesting. Um, who wants to take this one? I'll take it. I'll take it. Content calendars. Uh, it, it kind of comes back to having a plan, but the you know your content calendar is. We all we all can create different types of content, and but what I find is even if you know who your target audience is, you know what your messages, your positioning, and all the rest of it. If you try and create content on the fly, day in day out, you end up creating very similar content. Um, and you end up scratching your head before you know it. Um, so by creating a content calendar, as in this is what I'm going to produce on this day, um, you might align some of that to things that are going on during the year that might be relevant to your business. Uh, maybe you're, if you're a, a more consumer-oriented brand, you might align to things like bank holidays or you know, Easter, Christmas, that type of stuff. Um or just have a, a content calendar that says, I'm going to produce a bit of content about this subject on these days. Um, and I mean, I, I did it on TikTok. So I did uh, like SEO uh, slash digital marketing glossary terms where I just did, a, you know, just under a minute where I provided some information about a specific uh, topic. I created a content calendar of about, I don't know, about 150 or something. Uh, words that I'd, I'd kind of uh, explore. Dan actually gave me some really good feedback on that um, yeah. when I was about halfway through. And actually, and no, followed, he gave me some good feedback. Gave some, me some of that feedback, but not so all some of the feedback. Was, right, so, so some of the feedback that he gave me really, really good one. He made me start using, um, made me start using. Uh, sounds and, and music in those videos you know the music was popular That's he cool. made me start to use some of the icons and, and different things in there as well mm. I, I had to kind of phase these things in because because i think that's that's another thing you know you can it you know when you're learning to to use a piece of software which essentially tiktok is then it can, you can't do everything all at once so it's better to just crack on with your content calendar and bring an element in, you know, as you as you kind of perfect things. Mm. Um, and well, then the I other think... thing that, that, that Dan did suggest, which I thought was really helpful, was that I, I I was I was producing a glossary, essentially, just a definition of a term. There was no relevance to the person watching the. Or, there was relevance, but there was no like tip about how the person watching it could use the information that was given. So I included that as well. Got some good likes out of it. So thank you. 
Okay. Um, yeah, and I mean the the thing about a content calendar as well is that, like you said before, you know, it, it, the hardest thing is is starting to create content and not knowing what you're doing. Whereas what you find is if you start to write a content calendar, very quickly you will come up with lots of different ideas. And by you know keep spooling back to you know what's your plan and having done your research, looking at other businesses, taking advice, you know, listening to advice as you did, Dali, from you know people that were watching all that kind of stuff it just helps you put a little bit of sense onto all of that so that you've got a little bit of strategy you know Dan what do you think about content calendars yeah the an essential really um my tip for uh making content calendars two tips number one uh chances are if you are looking at starting using tiktok for your business you are already using some other form of social media for your business um unless you're very young and very new to business, et cetera. So look, if you've been posting on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook for the past three years, you've got loads and loads of content there that you can recycle, upcycle, um, and use to, to create your content calendar to give you a springboard for making more content the other thing uh, and it cycles back around to this curating your account if you're looking at other creators on tiktok um that are doing really well in your niche look at the videos that they're doing understand why them videos are doing either well or not very well and there's nothing wrong with using their video as a template for yours so long as you're not literally ripping them off completely, you know, yeah. use the the entire template, but personalize it to you. We're back to that authenticity thing again, isn't it? Like you say, and, and this is fine with that. You know, we say this with blogs. We say this with all sorts of content. You know, if somebody's doing something well and it's working, it's working for a reason. So how can you take that, the essence of what they're doing that's working, but put your spin on it, but make it relatable to your business and your customers specifically? And there will always be a way. And yet it might be a little bit of trial and error. It might be a little bit of putting something out and taking feedback and seeing, you know, what, what's what's working and what is why isn't it quite working but absolutely there will always be a way of doing that and, and if you have a content calendar and you're writing down that strategy it just helps you keep track of it and learn as you go and adapt as you go so yeah absolutely so number one have a plan number two do your research number three write a content calendar it doesn't have to be complex but at least to some sort of strategy number four we're finally at number four create your videos you know all of those first three steps are sort of the planning bit of it now we're at you know create your videos and i really think this is the point where people panic and i see this time and time again you know it's really easy for us to to do a strategy for somebody to do a bit of uh, you know do some keyword research come up with some content that we want them to cover put it into a nice content calendar make it look pretty when it comes to actually creating the content that's where they struggle and i think one of the big reasons that people struggle with tiktok is you know it's easy to sit down at a laptop and write a blog or it's easy to create a bit of a graphic or whatever if you think now I've got to, I've got to film a video and it's got to look professional and I might have to script it and I might have to act and then I've got to put music on it and then I've got to put text on it. You know, it just feels like an awful lot more work. And so people build it up in their heads to make it into a big thing. And actually, Dan, that's the opposite of what TikTok should be, isn't it? You know, maybe that's YouTube potentially. Yeah, I mean, well, on any of them, there's, there's nothing wrong with being um, slightly polished, with framing your shots nicely, with having nice lighting, but they're not essentials on TikTok. Um, a lot of uh, content that I watch, obviously everyone now knows I've got a dog. Um, <laughs> a lot of content that I watch on TikTok, because um, TikTok knows I've got a dog, it worked it out very, very, very quickly, mm. um, is dog trainers and things like that. And a lot of them will be giving you tips hints things um that are going to help you opinions that they think are, are useful to you uh, and they're literally stood outside walking around holding the phone like this and talking to the phone and it is as absolutely simple as guys you need to be doing this we think this blah 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 bang done 
That's it. And these guys are earning fortunes off the back of, guys and girls, uh, earning fortunes off the back of um, establishing themselves as the experts on a platform of young dog owners. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, you know, TikTok very quickly worked out that I like horses and and it will show me, you know, some of the videos are horses that are show jumping. So if somebody's taken a video of the horse doing jump, but a lot of them are um, riding lessons of some kind or, you know, a horse, you know, a farrier or a a, a horse dentist, equine dentist or whatever, you know, so it is a specialist showing you something and they literally are they're out in the yard and they've got the phone and they're saying all right now this is the thing that I'm seeing and here's a quick video of it and I think really you know it it, this is if you are a business and you are if you've reached that point where you are not able to make your content because you're worried that it's not going to look professional or you're not going to get it right you don't know what to do sometimes just you know Dali you said it before just do it. Just film it. And if it's shit, you can improve it as you go along. But sometimes it's better to just film it and get it out there. That's what you did, isn't it, Dally? Yeah. I So so I when I started doing my kind of SEO, digital marketing glossary terms, I, I kind of accepted to myself that it was going to be crap to start off with. And I knew that. And I just thought, I'll, I just need to do it. I just need to get on with it because I need to... I need to figure out how I'm going to do this, but I'm only going to figure that out as I go along. And what I actually did as well is I I set up a WhatsApp group with my um, with my godson, my son, and my niece, who are like probably sub ten at the time, and got them to give me feedback because they use TikTok regularly. So um, and and got some ideas from them. Then. I asked Dan, Dan gave me some ideas for how I could improve it, but I was very, um, I, I was incremental in how I, in how I kind of developed the videos that I was putting out there because I wanted to make sure that I could consistently do it and not overwhelm myself. Um, but most people learn by doing as well. I mean, yeah. that, that's practical, isn't it? That's how most people learn. And, and businesses, you know, just because you're a business, it's no different. You know, unless you are obviously, you know, a massive brand, unless you're Burger King or Pepsi, you know, then, yeah, you're probably going to need to think about it. But for most of us, it's absolutely fine for us to start with some, some, you know, low production videos of us saying, you know, giving our expertise. Again, as you said, Dan, it's about positioning yourself as the expert in your field. You you want to be the go-to person for your thing in your community, whether that's your geographical community or your networking community or whatever. So it's just about how am I going to demonstrate that? And then, yeah, you know, build it up from there. So one of the things that I would say in terms of actually how you go about doing it as well is one of the, one of the reasons, one of the reasons that I wanted to kind of do the glossary terms on, on TikTok is that I, if I try and talk for any length of time, I just end up kind of really waffly and rambly, as you've probably no. noticed on this podcast already. No. <laughs> but, I, you know, TikTok gave me, or did then, gave me a, a one-minute time constraint. So I had to get all that information in one place in one minute. Um, and to begin with, you know, I, I did just piece of camera, um, or my phone, really, piece of my phone camera, um, and it it had to last a minute, but actually doing that was pretty difficult to, to, to get everything out that I wanted to say. I gave myself a little script for each one and tried to stick to it, get everything out. And quite often I'd find myself re-recording these things for, you know, I, I could, when I started, I probably was, it took me say a couple of hours to get, or, or an hour and a half or so, I, an hour, hour and a half to get a video that I was happy with that was a minute long mm. because I'd, I'd like forget what I was saying or I'd get it wrong or so I suppose some people might use a bit of script but I, I didn't like that I wanted it to be a bit more um, off the cuff uh, go on Dan what are you going to say, right. so I, just, well, okay, I just finished one point but on. so what I was going to say that, that <laughs> what I found afterwards is, is to improve that is to is to break down the video into shorter videos of like 10 seconds long each and just change the camera angle and then and then cut between the different videos and everything's fine 
All right. Sorry, Dan, you've what stolen, you yeah, I think you've stolen Dan's thunder. Go well, on, Dan. Oh, I'm sorry. Tips so for people then that want to film. One of the that I tried to explain to you, Simon, at the start was um, people try, because they're creating content, they go, right, I'm going to do a catch-all. I'm going to put this on Facebook. I'm going to put it on Instagram. I'm going to put it on TikTok. I'm going to put it on mm. YouTube. Um, these are all filmed in different in different formats. So TikTok is vertical video. Don't put horizontal video on TikTok. It ends up literally taking up this much of your screen in the middle, and it is it's not very engaging. Mm. Film in app for TikTok. If you download that and put it on your Instagram afterwards, whatever. If you reshoot it for Instagram afterwards, even better. Uh, can yeah. I just repeat that because I think that's really important. What what you said there was film in app. If you put it in TikTok, up, don't film it on your phone's camera and then put it into TikTok, which is what we would do if we were doing a Instagram reel or a Facebook reel YouTube. or whatever. You do it that way, yeah. But but you're saying film it natively in the app itself. Film it in the app now. The Benefits of this are multiple, or at least twofold, but multiple, I'm going to say. Yeah, um, well, that's multiple, yeah. yeah <laughs> More than one. Um, the, the benefits of it are multiple, but here's the big one. If you're going to take an hour and a half to film something because you're going backwards and forwards, deleting it, redoing it, going, no, I've stumbled off my words, redoing it, break it down into really small clips. And here's the thing with TikTok. If you go onto the app, yeah, I'm just going to do it now whilst we're um, whilst we're here. So on your app, you've got your home screen. You press the plus button there, yeah. and you're straight in to be able to record. If you press and hold that button there, so you can choose a three-minute, 60 seconds, or a 15-second video. Mm-hmm. Let's do a 60-second video. You press and hold that button. You record your piece. You stop. You press and hold the button again. You record your next piece. You stop. Now, if you messed up in that little, you know, five second, 10 second clip, you delete that 10 second clip, but you're not deleting all the other oh, five same. that you did before that with all the useful information where you hadn't stumbled. Okay. Yeah. Top tip. Thank you. Um, just quickly then, I have I've two questions about this. I, I just want to talk about sort of music. We touched on music before. So, I mean, music is massive, isn't it, in TikTok? And, and TikTok. Choosing the right song or getting the, the wrong song, I mean, that, that could be make or break. It? And when we say music, we, technically we mean audio because a lot of it the... sounds. Yeah, it sounds because a lot of it is like there's a lot of kind of children talking or, you know, memes, if you like, that, that are then played over a lot of the ones that I see are like horses that uh, somebody's put a child talking over the top of. Yeah, yeah. Or that child yeah. going, nope, nope, I am not yeah. doing that. Nope, you know that sort of thing. So it's it's audio, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? How how big a role does audio play, Dan? Huge. Um, so sounds trend for one. The the literally, I, I genuinely think that TikTok has the ability to control the, the charts as it yeah. is now. Um, and most of the songs that you will hear on radio and things like that have come through TikTok. Um, a massive one, Kate Bush. Kate Bush has been absolutely played to death recently. Now, I have been quite a long-time fan of Kate Bush. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a lot of people have never heard of her. And then Stranger Things um, used running up that hill mm-hmm. every person who's watched stranger things is on tiktok all of a sudden they started using that sound on tiktok and then it just took over the world the world yeah. was, was revolving around kate bush for a little while but the, the kind of an, an easy way of thinking about it and it's not a very precise way of thinking about it um, but if you're new to TikTok, an easy way of thinking about it is sounds are a little bit like hashtags. So certain genres will use certain sounds more specifically. Um, quite often the animal ones have like children talking over them because obviously mm-hmm. we think that that's super cute and blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. It goes well. There's one going around at the moment that's a, a corn one. Some little kid who was talking about corn. Someone's turned it into a, a, a music track. Um mm. And it is super popular at the moment. But if you uh, associate your video with that sound, if you will, what TikTok's going to do in the algorithm, to, to put it really simply, is go, all right, well, every time that this user over here has watched a video with this sound attached to it, 
they've watched the full video you've created a video with that sound attached to it let's try and offer it out to these people that are, are, are interested yeah and see how well it does um and it cycles back to what you said before TikTok. it's within their best interest to keep you on that app for as long as physically possible as a consumer of their content mm. um so the better the content the more chance they think there is going to be um a long watch time on your video the more likely your video is going to get sent out i mean we're, we're back to that i mean when we're doing social media training with clients you know the basic point is social media platforms only make money if you are on the social media platform they don't make money off you if you're not there so they don't they don't care about you know you go with they, they want you to stay there for as long as you possibly can and if you as a content creator are helping them keep people on the platform for longer they will reward you they will reward you by keep showing your content to people because you're helping them do their job so it's basic that you know create content that people will want to watch and yeah use the popular pieces of music or use the popular soundtracks you know that the more sort of funny and interesting and and whatever you can make it then obviously the better it's going to be um, and would you recommend that people put text over i know there's a lot of thing with like um you know putting text over something or but the, the problem with text and i've seen quite a lot of backlash about this recently is if you have text over and the, the audio reads it out so you know visually impaired screen readers and stuff read it out they read it out in that horrible robotic voice and i've seen a lot of people getting really cross about that recently so if for example the the recent thing is like you know pov point of view uh i don't know your horse is angry and so the robot voice will go pov your horse is angry and people get angry um oh, right. you know, where's that computer from is that like some it's cardiff, it was back cardiff. cardiff. <laughs> yeah india <laughs> It's a very multicultural computer. Um, but yeah, you know, it, people are getting annoyed about it. So do you, do you think it's worth putting, you know, stickers and text and uh, emojis and stuff across the screen? Or do you think that makes it too busy? Do you think it depends no, on the business? I, I think do it. So here's the thing with TikTok. Um, it's very, let's say, fickle. Um, it, you literally can consume 10 videos in 10 seconds if you are not engaging well with the content so you can log on to tiktok and you literally flick through next 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 uh this there you go that's a perfect example of why you shouldn't film it inverted in in horizontal by yeah, the way okay Look yeah. at all this here and here now i know she's doing a, a a green screen on that one but it that's far more engaging actually yeah, screen screen. video yeah. than that is yeah so um but basically if you're scrolling through before someone's had a chance to go and start speaking, they've seen what your video is about. If you've got a thing saying how to grow your business, how to do this, how to do that, this is why you should do it, 10 reasons why you should visit Malta, whatever it be, um, if that's on the screen when someone flicks up, even if they scroll past it, the brain's already gone, oh, hold on a minute, I'm going to Malta, bang, scroll back down again, I need to watch that, that's really interesting information for me. Um, so I really recommend doing that. The other thing that I really recommend is um, using closed captions on your videos. TikTok's a really, really inclusive community, and it goes through little weird stages. There was one point where literally if you didn't put closed captions on your your video, you were a prick, basically. Right. Um, and there's times where people are not going to be using the volume on the phone. Whilst volume is a massive, you know, sound is a massive part of TikTok, there are circumstances where someone is going to go onto TikTok out of boredom on the bus or in... Yeah, waiting in a hospital waiting room. The, yeah, yeah, where they can't use the, the, the audio. Um, there's going to be people with um, hearing impairments that go on that can't hear it. Um you're excluding all them people out of your video if you don't have captions. There are times, the other day there was there was a video and I was really, really wanting to watch it because it's from a creator I really like. They virtually never caption, use closed captions on the video and subtitles, if you, if you will, that's what people call yeah. them, although that's for languages. 
Um, but yeah, they, they they hadn't done it, and I was I was kind of peeved by it at the time because I was like, I really wanted to watch what this is about. They'd used the thing saying this is why you should or whatever, um, and then I couldn't hear it. That's really interesting, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, this is, uh, we've been saying this for a while in, in SEO, this is a massive push that Google is doing and, and the search engines generally, but to make the internet more accessible, to make yeah, it a more inclusive place. Yeah, exactly as it should be. Um, and, you know, for making it better for the visually impaired or hearing impaired or whatever. Um, it, it's just, it, it's interesting that that shift has now gone that, that it's expected from, especially from like the Gen Zers, you know, they, they want that inclusive um, society or app or whatever it might mm-hmm. be, don't they? So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, okay, I'm going to move us on because time time is marching on, time is marching on. I did have a, a question and it was really, really good and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was. So let's just assume in, in this space here that I've asked a really intelligent question about content creation. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, okay. that was really uh, that was a, yeah, a great yeah. question. Uh, it was, yeah. Our answer to that question was equally profound. It would, um, it would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Right. So, no, tip number one: have a plan. Tip number one: do your research. They sound the same, but they're a little bit different. Um, which one's number one? Then? All the same when you call them both tip number one. Yeah, call them both yeah. tip number one. There we go. We are, I was so amazed by my amazing question that I forgot how to count. <laughs> um, tip number one: have a plan. Know what you're trying to achieve. Have a goal. It helps everything else. Tip number two: do your research. What is everybody else doing? What? What? Have a look and and how can you use that and make it authentically yours? Tip number three: have a content calendar because it just makes your life easier. Um, tip number four. Create your videos, create them, create a variety of videos, use your music, use your captions, use emojis, whatever. But but just make sure you, you, you're doing it. Do it and learn uh, rather than sitting and waiting for perfection. And tip number five, share your content. <clears throat> share it elsewhere now you said before dan uh, you know the, if there's a little bit of a sort of conflict here isn't there because yes content for tiktok is just created for tiktok but we do all now know it's also on facebook and it's also on youtube shorts and it's also on instagram you know there is a there is the potential to sort of cross-pollinate your content and share it in multiple places. Uh, does TikTok also give you the ability, you know, like Facebook, if you've put a post on Facebook, can you then, you then go and, you know, if it's a really good post, you would then share it to some groups or, you know, tag some people in it and just try and increase the reach. Can you do that with TikTok in the same way? Um, you can share it to... Instagram, Instagram, Snapchat. Instagram. and Snapchat. Obviously, not going to let you share it to Facebook and YouTube because they are like literally direct competition. Although Instagram's direct competition, in my opinion. Um, yeah, well, yeah. well, funnily enough, uh, I mean, Instagram has had a they they tried to roll out uh, the short did. videos, didn't they? And they, they they've had a bit of um, a bit of a backlash against it. Um, and they've actually halted the rollout of that algorithm. Right. Um, well, that's why. So that, that, that was quite recent. But uh, what was I going to say? The other thing that you can do that I like to do, and, and, and Dan, will, you, you're right what you say, you should really repurpose this content and, you know, re-record it for all the different channels in an ideal world. But you can also, if you type in uh, the problem, sorry, the problem with um, – with the TikTok videos is that they have the watermark on them. So they always say TikTok. So, so uh, people always know where you got it, where, where initially produced it. But you can go on certain websites um, and download the TikTok video without the watermark on it. Um, All right, okay. Here's the thing. If you're creating the content and you're proud of that content and you're trying to grow your TikTok account, and you post that video onto your YouTube shorts or your Facebook or wherever, is it a bad thing that it's got your TikTok watermark on it with your TikTok username on it? I, I don't necessarily, I don't know the answer to that. Some people, I think some people um, may think that, think that it's, uh, that you've not put enough effort into to create that content for that specific platform. I don't know. 
I, I don't mind it when I, I mean, see I it. I mean, I think, generally speaking, so for what one of the things that we do at Grow Traffic is we cross-pollinate all of our content. So everything, you know, like this, for example, this is going out as a Facebook Live, but it will also go out as a, it will be uploaded to YouTube and it will be uploaded to our podcast. You know, when we, when you were doing the TikTok videos, Dali, they were then going onto our YouTube channel also and we yeah, were sharing Facebook, it on our Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, and, yeah, and I think it's, you know, it's fair enough, you know, not everything is appropriate to be made into every single you know medium of course it isn't but the more you can cross-pollinate the more you can share and even if you can you know for example what we do with the with this one is we will create a five slide slide deck of our top five tips that will then be uploaded to LinkedIn as one of those you know slideable PDFs so if you can reuse the content in some way repurpose it so that you're getting multiple pieces of content out of the same thing I mean that's the holy grail of content marketing isn't it so there's nothing wrong as long as you are also creating content for the platform so you know as long as you're also creating facebook content it's fine to share your tiktok stuff to facebook and and I just as so. you were saying dan you know it, it it brings it to a new audience you might tempt some of those you know older millennials might go over to 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 join the gen zers on tiktok mightn't they Do we really call them gen zers yeah the, apparently yeah the, well, the, um, I, I i thought it was gen zers no, we're not American. Go on, Dan. I'm pretty sure Z is the American version. Yeah. Gen Z is, Gen Z is. Yeah. No, you're like, right. Z is the when American When we say version, X, yeah. Y, Z, we don't say yeah. X, Y, and Z. So Yeah, you're right. We, it should be Gen Z is, shouldn't it? Gen Z. That's Gen Z yeah. Anyway. Shows how America's taking over. I know, I know. Lives with their social media videos and things. Um. I dropped some money the other day, uh, and my six or seven year old, I can't, that's terrible, isn't it? Nephew went, Look, a dollar. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, our godson, <laughs> our godson is always talking about taking the trash out and going to the gas station. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I was going to say very quickly is um, reference videos and, and reposting stuff that you, you have made on different platforms, et cetera, et cetera. Also, don't be afraid to recreate and repost um, a video that's already done well on TikTok again. Mm. Now, it seemed really sort of um, wrong to do because you think, well, I've already, you know, I've done 30 videos and 25 videos ago, I already did about that. There is absolutely no chance at all that every single person that watched that video are the only people that are now going to see this new video that you do, the highest chance is that two or three of them at the most will see that same content recycled and redone. And it'll actually be a completely new audience that, that see the next time you do the exact same post, really. Um, don't delete a video as well. If, if you've done a video, um, you know, Simon, some of the, you said you started implementing things slowly um, as you moved on. Now, in your A's and B's and C's of your glossary, if you did it in alphabetical order, for example, they're not going to be um, as polished, as well done, et cetera, et cetera. Don't delete them because they're still going to be giving some credo to the algorithm to say, right, well, this guy's about this sort of content. This is what he does. Um, remake them and make yeah. them better. Establish why they didn't do well. Yeah. Recycle the content that's the exact same information, realistically, um, but distill it, make it slightly more polished. I need to re redo them because I think the first 10 or so that I did, I did kind of this and said, hi oh, all. It, it is and it high like, I was, yeah. like I was doing a Nazi salute. It was going, like, hi all. <laughs> and it looked like, hi all. <laughs> <laughs> and then so then leon uh made a compilation video of all of his high alls and, it, <laughs> and, and pitched them all together and it properly was like hail 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 it was awful it was awful but yeah so yeah yeah i mean that's a really good point isn't it you know keep 
keep reusing it, keep learning. We've already said, you know, learn as you go along, look at your analytics, use the analytics that come within the platform and see, you know, what's working well, what got a good, uh, you know, have a look at your viewer figures and all the rest of it, and your engagement figures and what worked well and, and what didn't and what times of day were good. And you're right, keep reusing, keep reposting, keep repurposing. You know, content should never be just done and gone. You, you should keep keep talking about the same things um mm. right uh, i just want to say uh, liz has just uh, made a comment there though that she says that after that we've gone on for the last hour we've still not convinced her to join tiktok um but there we go She's a luddite. <laughs> it's your choice here's the thing <laughs> if you want to use tiktok and you want to grow your business you know you have the platform there that will genuinely give you the ability to succeed because the algorithm is that well done. People can grow from three followers to 300,000 followers literally overnight and mm -hmm. regularly do on that platform. I'm not saying that the second that someone logs onto TikTok, all of a sudden, you know, they're going to be walking down the street signing autographs. Um, but you might post 50 videos and get three views a video for the first ones. Um, and then all of a sudden you post a video that is absolute magic and boom, you're off. Yeah. Um, that creates a massive pressure to then keep creating content as good, which I think almost you, you can't let it create that pressure for you. Um, but you can grow overnight on TikTok. One of the big things that I, I was just sort of going to say is, um, and I don't want to miss it out because I think it's really important information encourage interaction um oh, on your yeah. tiktok account as well so if you can um ask a question and then give a little brief answer but say to people look go to, go to the comment section and you know tell me what do you think um if you can encourage people to go to that comment section one way or another um literally by directly asking them to do something that is a really, really good way to push your video forward because the algorithm, again, and it all cycles back to this algorithm, the algorithm looks at it, goes, hold on a minute, people are really interested in this video. Everyone's commenting on it. It must be good content. It must be valuable. Let's push it out further and further. And the more people that interact with it, the more people that, you know, comment and, and go to the comments and like a comment, et cetera, et cetera, um, are... If every one of them is pushing your video further out. And I mean, it's, this is the thing, again, that when, you know, when we're doing social media training and it's no different for TikTok as any other platform, to some extent that, you know, that algorithm doesn't know what everybody is talking about in the comment section. And they don't care. They don't care whether everybody is. Yeah, valuable. they don't know if you're whipping up a shitstorm and everybody's falling out. They just see, oh, my God, everybody's commenting on this video. Let's show it to more people. It must be really popular. So that and that's why a lot of social media ends up in this very negative headspace if you like because it encourages that level of interaction but that's a that's a story for another day uh we've got actually got a podcast coming up on that in the next few few months um but uh, yeah you know absolutely always ask questions always get people to comment you know what do you think would you have done it differently have you tried this you know wh what would you do if you were doing it this way you know yeah, absolutely if, yeah get people if it's a, let's say let's say that you are a cleaner right so your job is to you're self-employed you go around cleaning people's houses you charge x pounds an hour to do it you're looking to get new customers do a whole range of cleaning tips and then say and i use this product when i do this but have you found a better one and people will inevitably go to that comment section and go well i know that this yeah. is blah 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 um that's all really good interaction and really good for your algorithm, even if they're being arsy sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's a lot of, of times where I've seen TikTok videos and people have literally said, but I'm not bothered if you all want to go to the comments section and have a big argument with what I'm about to say. Brilliant, because all you're doing is pushing my video further exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, it is, and it is the same on Facebook, TikTok, um, Twitter, you know, LinkedIn, all of them ask the questions and if you can get people a little bit worked up and a little bit riley if they get them dive into that comment section to tell you that you're wrong 
they're only ever helping you. Um, we have gone way over time, guys, way over time. So I'm just going to recap the five points and then I'm going to come to each of you for a final thought. So five top tips on using business to grow, uh, using TikTok to grow your business rather. Um, tip number one, have a plan. Understand what you are trying to achieve because that will determine what you do next. Number two, do your research. What is already out there? What's popular? What's popular in music? What are other businesses like yours creating? And what are your audience you like watching? And you follow button. Yeah. Use you like and you follow button. So you create your TikTok account around them things. Don't be frightened of liking a video. Train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Train the algorithm into what you need it to do yeah absolutely number three have a content calendar because it just makes your life easier and you're not sitting there thinking what you're going to do you've already got a big list and you know exactly what you're going to do number four create your videos film them in the app film them in portrait you know then use some appropriate music or a soundtrack or whatever have your closed captions on you know do all the tips that that, that dan came out with number five share your content. Once you've done it, keep sharing it. Keep learning. Keep looking at your statistics. Keep improving. Keep listening to people. Get better and keep creating and share it in multiple places. That is it. Daniel Buckley, final thought for people, please. Um, it's split into two parts again, sorry. Uh, the first thing <laughs> is make sure your bio is up to date. Um, so put in who you are, what your business is about, how people can contact you, essentially. Yeah. Or, or if that's what you want people to do, um, if it's your website, if it's a link tree with all your different social medias in there, do something where if you make a video that really pops uh, and goes viral, you've not wasted that opportunity. Your bio already tells people who you are, what you're about, how they can get older, you, um, and you're going to get a benefit out of that. Also, don't be afraid to ask people um to do things so and, and what i mean by that is you know it sounds a bit seedy that um don't be afraid to use a call to action at the end of virtually every video if you yeah. say look this is my tip for you um if you want to do x y and z i think this is the best way of doing it and i'm going to do some more videos about it later so make sure you hit the plus and follow me hit the like so that this video is in your your um likes videos and the algorithm brings you back and I'll see you soon. Thanks very much. There's nothing wrong with asking people to, to hit the plus button, to follow you, and to hit the like button. Um, and I would encourage mm. doing that on a regular basis. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Calls to action. Good good tip. Simon Daly. Um, I, I would just, my tip is just to remember that what you're doing is is, is a form of marketing. Um, and just just bear that in mind all the time. It's very easy to create content, um, but a bit like like Dan was saying, you know, make sure that you call to actions in it. Make sure that you create content that relates to your products and services. Make sure that it it helps your potential customers. You know, you're not just creating content for the sake of it. You actually want an outcome out of this. Mm-hmm. How you measure that, how you gauge that, that the KPIs are up to you, but. You know, you, you need to be strategic and, and actually do it right. Yeah. Okay. Another Brilliant. tip, um, yeah. don't film with your face directly in window light <laughs> and a poorly lit room because <laughs> the exposure of your camera is going to go backwards and forwards a lot, Simon Daly. It's and, coming in and um, out. He looks like he's be like, in and out of darkness. He looks like he's in like a medieval um, chamber or something, a dungeon, doesn't he, through parts of that. Yeah, it's, it's been interesting. Uh, my, my tip would be just, just do it. You know, you can sit there forever planning and trying to get it perfect and worrying and what have you, but, but just film it, learn as you go, crack on. It's not as terrifying as you think it is. It's just a social media platform and if kids can use it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, people will forgive a lot on social media. You're not making a promotional marketing video. You know, you are making a promotional marketing video, but it doesn't have to be professional quality. You know, it's just quick and dirty as we like it that's it we have gone more than a double over time there this is supposed to be 30 minutes we've gone for one hour and seven minutes which i think is one of the longest ones we've ever done so if you've stuck with us thank you so much um if you have 
if you're watching this back live uh, on Facebook and you still have a question, please do put it in the comments because we still keep monitoring them. So we will answer it. You can also uh, get in touch with us or ask us a question at info at growtraffic.co.uk. Daniel Buckley, please also go put your contact details on the in the chat if you would like people to be able to contact you. Um, if you're watching it on YouTube, please like and subscribe below. Um, and if you are listening to this or as a podcast, please do all of the, you know, rate and subscribe and tell your friends and blah, blah, blah. All the stuff you're supposed to do. Thank you very much. We will be back in two weeks time. Don't know what we're talking about yet because I haven't done the content calendar. Because clearly I don't practice what I preach. I know. None of us ever do, do we? No, no. <laughs> but for now, the sun's shining and we're going to go out and enjoy the weekend. So thank you very much. Bye.